0: Welcome Mary-Jean, thanks so much for coming to the, um, the panel at such a late notice, I really appreciate it. I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about uh, your investment company.
1: Yes, um, I am developing a company called Inclusive Investing at Zephyr Real Estate and we are working to have uh, women and minorities invest more in both uh, commercial and multiplexes in real estate, both in the Bay Area and beyond. Great to hear that you're supporting diversity
0: um, because everything becomes so homogenous in the valley. So um, tell me, what are the hot topics at the moment in the real estate industry?
1: So I think the hot topics in residential real estate are actually the actual agents integrating technology and the companies building it, having um, a CRM focus where the agents could easily use it. Uh, meaning the average agent these days is in their 50s, man or woman, and the average programmer building it is probably in their 30s. So there's a disconnect between the people building the product and the people using the product.
0: Interesting. That's a really good perception. And um, what do you think the current real challenges, apart from that one you've just mentioned, in the industry? Is there any other challenges you see?
1: Uh, With that, so I think a lot of the challenges are affordability and the builders building new stock that people can afford to buy. By that, I don't mean low-income housing. I mean, for example, here in the San Francisco Bay Area, in Boston, in Seattle, it's probably only about 5% of the people that can purchase properties. So there's a challenge, and a lot of the solutions are actually starting to come into play, which one, for example, is uh, there are equity shares where somebody might help somebody with a down payment on a small condo so they can get into the market. One of the biggest challenges in real estate is young people don't have the down payment saved, even if they have big uh, salaries. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's people that will come in and take a percentage of the equity and not actually exit until the people sell the property, which on average is five to 10 years if someone's buying their first property.
0: Interesting. So um, what's your personal vision of the real estate uh, industry in the future? How long in the future, may I ask? Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever you think is possible.
1: Uh, My vision is that there will be a number of large companies that consolidate all of the small software companies. And uh, the companies that I'm I'm thinking of are someone like uh, CoStar or Zillow and they will consolidate all the players together and hopefully make a tool that the agents can easily use. I I believe that's really important. I personally don't believe the real estate agent is going away for the next 20 to 30 years because most of the agents are very entrenched in their communities um, and 40% of people selling are baby boomers and they're not apt to use pure technology for selling their house. So. I just see a vision where there's more technology, easier to use technology, and hopefully, personally on my part, um, more diverse group of people leading the real estate industry. I
0: support you in that one. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming to the panel. I'm
1: sure it's gonna be great. Thank you so much, and I look forward to it.
0: Welcome, John. Thanks so much for coming all the way from LA. Um, Lovely to meet you. Um, Could you tell me a little bit about what you guys do at Reezy?
2: Sure. Uh, so uh, Reezy automates uh, property closings so you can buy and sell or transact real estate directly from your phone. So uh, it's fixing, uh, we're addressing a kind of a, a big problem in the industry which is in the safety, the security of the money and also the workflow issue, okay. uh, but the confusion of documents and all the requirements involved. So adding a little more transparency as well.
0: Great, great. And what do you see, at, what's sort of hot in the industry at the moment as far as real estate? Is blockchain part of that?
2: Not so much, honestly. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, the real estate industry is quite big. There's lots of different uh, you know, niches or sectors of it. Um, so uh, I, came, I came out of an a, a accelerator focused on property tech okay. called Metaprop. And they are, well, I guess, I think more commercial focused. So a lot of the investment that I've seen has been going to commercial Sorry. uses. Uh, residential, I think that I've seen a lot of uh, investments and plays in the marketplace side. Um, not so much in the transaction execution side, which is where I play in, wow. um, but I think that's just a matter of time.
0: Uh, and what would you see as the main challenges for the industry at the moment?
2: Uh, in terms of the startup, like the real estate technology? Or real like, estate, yeah, yeah uh, so I think it's, it's a lot of, I mean, I think everyone has their own theories about why it hasn't innovated, uh, the industry hasn't innovated so fast. Um, I think it's just very complex. Uh, you know, proving ownership of a property um, you know, streamlining the entire process to make sure that everything's free and clear, a good transaction. There's so much at stake. So there's a lot of, you know, due diligence that, that due yes. diligence has to be done on, on every property for transactions, at least, yes. uh, that it creates a, you know, a pretty complex and, um, you know, very knowledge. Like you, you need subject matter experts to get some of these these deals done. So I think, you know, hurdling that with technology is, is, a, is a big challenge.
0: And, and would you see the blockchain sort of supporting that if people get into... Startups that are doing those sort of
2: support systems. Yeah, um, I, I am very long on blockchain uh, Very, you know, very long on crypto as well um, But you know, my experience has actually been the opposite with investors when I fundraise ah. So it's kind of a funny experience like I've, I've had investors say that I really love what you're doing But because you're using blockchain. I'm out. So <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so it's uh, it's an interesting, um, you know, a lot of the investors that are interested in my company are more from the traditional World, so okay. you know they. You know, I think that tend to be. More, if I had to generalize, more conservative. Yes. So when they hear about crypto or blockchain, a lot of them uh, have been, you know, you know, not my, not, not the right time for me, you know.
0: You should come to the valley. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I'm in the. I'm probably in the wrong, wrong space for, for, uh, wrong city for that. Yeah. But.
0: Um, um, and tell me, um what do you see personally as the vision for the future for real estate? Like, what's your personal vision?
2: Uh, I think um, you know my expertise is in more of the residential area. Yes. So, you know, streamlining a lot of the complexities, a lot of the redundant tasks, like the low-hanging fruit, I think is automation of of some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think blockchain is also really critical in you know making sure that the money is transferred properly and securely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being able to send crypto value um, directly into a smart contract versus a bank account, I think that's really huge. Yes. Um, so, I think those two are very you know like t- t- for me for me that the easy or the easier tasks to accomplish. The title registry piece, obviously, is to me, is a no-brainer too. It's just very hard to execute yes. in this country. Uh, you know, a lot of the you know use cases like uh, uh, you know, fractionalization, um, yes. it's it's all attractive. I just think they're harder to do, but um, or maybe harder to do for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but hopefully, other startups might uh, attack these issues and problems because I have heard that there's quite a, a lot of complexity that um, right, right. makes drags the process on and also doesn't make it so efficient.
2: Right, right. And yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of success stories about buildings being fractionalized in terms of ownership already. Okay. So that's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, in the mortgage piece, I've heard, I've heard you know, efforts to, to, you know, fractionalize that, the right. ownership of that. So that's, that's encouraging. Right. Um, right. I hope, I hope to plug into that ecosystem, yeah. you know, when, when we're, when we're bigger. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: Look, um, thanks so much for coming for the panel. I'm looking, really looking forward to hear what's going on in the, in the real estate industry.
2: Sure. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Welcome, Raghu. Thanks so much for coming. I think you've come up from LA, correct?
3: That's right, Orange County, uh, Irvine, California.
0: And um, so I wondered if you could briefly tell me a little bit about Property lists.
3: So what we see as an opportunity in the property market, if you look at Orange County, California, where we are located, there are nine different MLS systems for listing properties. Mm. And uh, that just spells, uh, you know, the market is very fragmented for right. listing properties right. and also it uh, costs quite a bit for a real estate agent to list uh, properties. So we see an opportunity in the sense that we can build a global platform, you know, seeing even beyond the US, yes. where at the end of the day, uh, a listing is a listing, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's commercial or, or residential, whether it's rental or for sale. Yes. So we are creating a kind of a global platform That's that awesome. one can list uh, properties and it will uh, run on blockchain. So so that's what we see as a easy, low-hanging fruit. Um, and then there are some additional uh, features they'll add over time, but this is the base platform.
0: Right. Fantastic. Glad to hear about the blockchain there. Um, I was wondering if you could also tell me then um, what's hot at the moment. Is it the blockchain in the real estate industry? or
3: Yeah. So in real estate, I think uh, blockchain has got a role to play. Yes. And, um, and it's a significant role in the sense that If you see, uh, you know, uh, regular real estate transactions and some of these problems are actually, uh, you know, the problems occur outside America and some are within America. So outside America, you know, property titles, uh, you know, uh, land rights, ownerships and so on in some domains and countries are kind of like a little bit, um, you know, complex. And, you know, there is people squatting on property, land and things of that nature. So that is a big issue in many countries, and, and blockchain is beginning to solve that problem Absolutely. by creating a, kind of a clear identification of who owns what and so on. So so you know whether it's politicians or someone else cannot just usurp property. And we might look at it from the Western perspective and think, okay. like, you know, that doesn't happen here, but it happens quite often elsewhere. Yes. Uh, so that's a very uh, common theme. Another right. theme that I've seen is uh, is uh, fractional ownership of properties. And that one is a little bit more dicey, I think, because what happens is uh, that requires the whole ecosystem to come together uh, for people to to honor. It's almost like a mutual fund of properties. It's like building your own REIT, but on a blockchain. So people can own a property and uh, slice it up into small pieces, and small investors could invest in, a let's say, a big building like this. Um, so that's another theme that we have seen. In uh, some countries, it's, uh, it's sort of flown. Like in um, Switzerland, I've been working with one company uh, where that's taken off. But then other countries like Israel and so on, it's been sort of like the reception to an idea like that is uh, sort of lukewarm. So oh. we've seen it succeed in some places and not others. So. Interesting.
0: And so what do you see as the real challenges in the real estate industry at the
3: moment? So all of us who have bought a property. have seen how much paperwork goes into it. A property? I've
0: never bought one, so I don't
3: know. So, <laughs> you've been through any sort of financing, refinancing, and purchasing. Like it's like about that. that thick. It's about six inches wow. thick of paperwork. Wow. And one has to sign at least, I think, on average, I would say 100 times, uh, 100 signatures you have to put in. And, uh, and I don't know what, 50 initials all over the place. So, it's very paperwork heavy. So, if you look at it, and almost coming to 2020... It's a kind of iconic year in yeah. mankind. And uh, and we are still doing a lot of paper and a lot of hand signatures. So, And we're also in the age of docu-signing things. So yes. if you put uh, kind of a heavy paper, docu-sign, and also blockchain, if you combine those three ideas, I think and that's one of the things that we're going to go into a property list at some point, yeah. where this whole um, documentation of a sale or lease of a property can be sort of like condensed. Into an electronic format, right. and you save paper. I yeah. mean, and and it's a once you have that much paper, you have to ship it. You have to, you know, you can't even fax it. It's at yeah. at that amount of uh, people <laughs> have to meet each other to get signatures. <laughs> it's just a very funny problem. Yeah.
0: But but that in this day and age. Yes.
3: Definitely, yes. yes. Yeah. So so I think those things uh, are pain points. Yes. Um, uh, it benefits the obviously the current incumbents who are in that space. Yes. But I think uh, that will be disrupted. Uh, there's Great. no, I think that train has left the station. Definitely. And so we, that you'll see a lot of changes in that space. Right.
0: So tell me, um, what's your personal vision of what can happen in the real estate industry in the future?
3: Um, so I think there are a lot of interesting problems in real estate. I'll mention one or two. So even if you buy a house, let's say you buy a house, uh, a lot of properties come with, let's say, um, appliances. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, your fridge, your range, your washing machine, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this happened to me recently. Wow. So my uh, oven um, stopped working. Yeah. And we called the repairman, and he could not even read the, the serial number on the machine wow. to figure out what parts. But then what happens, why I mentioned that, you might think, like, what has this got to do with real estate? I'll tell you why. The assets that are in that property Uh, Part of the purchase of the property. So you're not only tracking that property, but you also have to track each individual appliance and asset. It's warranty. It's uh, user guides. If you ask any property owner, where's the guide? When you sell the property, the next owner will say, I don't know how to operate this. You have to show me. And it's all over the place. So we see a lot of opportunity where you can begin to document all of that. Titles are another one. Titles, if you look at how much we all pay for titles, uh, the title company actually has a very interesting business. Once the property is sold, the title just remains with them until the next uh, change of hands or something like that. Yeah. So they're basically collecting a lot of money for doing, in my opinion, very little. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to Pretty disparage nice, anyone, yeah, but no, that's understand. the business we're in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we see that happening. And yeah. so if you are any thinking, logical person, you'll say, well, that we can do that much more inexpensively. And the blockchain could serve as a system of record that's transparent, that everyone can see, the city can see, the owner of the property can see, even the title company can be a kind of a a third party, uh, or the banks can see it, everyone can see who owns what and so on. Mm -hmm. There's no need to pay so much in title fees and so on. The cost of ownership could go down for certain things. So we see all these You know, inefficiencies. If you look at it from me as a technologist, you just see inefficiencies all over the place. Everything starting from paper to titles to warranties of appliances. All of these are like, you know, bing, bing, bing. You see opportunity all over the place. So that's where we feel that we can start to nibble at some of these problems. The challenge that you mentioned earlier is also we have a generation of people. It's a generational gap that's coming in there where some of the people who have been in the industry for a long time they might oppose some of these changes. So it requires one to sort of like uh, <clears throat> educate and also change with the times. Yes. And also there might be some threats some people might see, like certain professions, yes. like real estate agents. You know, their role is very similar to that of a stockbroker. Right. And uh, in the 80s, they used to the, the cost of uh, doing uh, stock trades is 2% of a trade. Today it's nine nine nine. It's a huge difference. Like a trade could cost you like $200. Right. Now it can cost you 10 bucks, 20 times less. Right. So so now the agents are beginning, to, will begin to wonder whether that 6%, the 3% either, way, either side, yes. whether that will be under attack. Yes. Because now the consumer uh, will have more information at their disposal. Yes and more ways to kind of uh, market the property by themselves. So all of these, uh, I'm just pointing out the facts. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that this will happen or won't, but um, that that role of a real estate agent might change somewhat Mm -hmm. and those costs might change as well.
0: Well, it sounds like you're in an exciting uh, time and an exciting place with your business property list. I wish you all the best and thanks for coming to the panel. I'm sure it's going to be great.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Welcome, Jason. So lovely to see you again.
4: Lovely to see you too, Femno, always.
0: I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about what's happening in the real estate domain at the moment.
4: Yeah, of course. It's uh, very interesting now. There's a lot of changes, obviously, with blockchain and a lot of different industries. And real estate's definitely primed for a lot of disruption changes and really improvements not only to the consumers, but to everyone involved, right? So with blockchain, you can obviously add a lot of different segments to the real estate process to the chain and keep that all confined and secured. And I think that part of it is going to be very interesting, the security of people's real estate transactions, the security of their title, their lending, their money, all helped by that blockchain. I think that's going to be
0: And are there lots of startups, uh, f- like blockchain startups, that are involved in the real estate domain?
4: I think now? it's kind of the Cambrian period of, uh, oh, uh, you know, yeah. where there's a, a flourish of many startups doing it. And we'll see which ones. They'll probably end up being three or four different dominant players out there. And those will probably get bought by larger players as well. Um, And that'll take a few years. And we'll see who's out of the gates and who makes real progress. Um, But that'll happen. And I think the bigger players will end up buying one or two. Maybe they'll try to create something in-house. But I think the startups have a, a big leap ahead of the bigger players, right? Yeah.
0: And what would you see at currently the big challenges for uh, the startup? uh, Sorry, the real estate domain.
4: I think there's a lot of regulation when you're dealing with you know the government controlling different aspects of it, lending. There's a lot of rules in that, and the money transfer. There's a lot of rules in that. So there's a lot of regulations to contend with, and to get everyone on board all the different regulating agencies, all the different major players that you're gonna be working with, getting them to feel comfortable. So it's a big process. There's a lot of moving parts in there. There's three, four, five moving parts. So the groups that can get all those people to agree to a certain standard, I think standardization is gonna help a lot too. Mm -hmm. And uh, moving that forward quickly, I think will be the big thing.
0: Fabulous. So what's the future look like for the real estate uh, domain?
4: I think it'll be great. I think it'll end up, I mean, there's so many different ways this can go, right? With blockchain, you can end up partialization of different real estate transactions. So now you've got a you can only really buy a whole house. Maybe you can buy a REIT, maybe I can buy a stock of something, but maybe you'll be able to buy a portion of real estate with the blockchain. I think that's an angle. There's some groups looking at that. Right now, it's kind of just disrupting the standard. I need to buy this house. I want to buy this apartment building. So I think democratizing the real estate buying process it will eventually happen because of in addition to a lot of lower fees different angles of what's going on and more information to the end buyer right i think that's going to be a big thing too so a more informed end buyer
0: so um, I grew up with a father who was a Qantas pilot, but he believed that the only investment was uh, real estate, was property, and right. uh, he just bought and sold our houses, so we right. were always moving, right. <laughs> but I uh, always made like a tarn every time he right. sold the house. Right. So um, unfortunately, I didn't take after my father, right. but right. I'm supporting this ecosystem, right. so I figure that's good enough. Right. Look, wonderful to see you again. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to the panel.
4: Absolutely. Thanks. And you know what? My father was a pilot too. I didn't know... <laughs> And they got into some real estate, but like not they, yeah. <laughs> so uh, pilots' kids, right? It's a, it's an interesting life. It is.
0: Right. In fact, in Qantas, they had a joke in those days. Oh, I've got shivers. Um, that Qantas pilots only had daughters. Uh, we had four. I had three three sisters, oh, wow. and um, and I said, why was that? And they said, so that it wouldn't be continued down the line. Because oh, yeah. in those days, you know, having a woman pilot was absolutely oh, unheard yeah. of. Right. You know, not
4: anymore though.
0: No, 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 exactly. So um, I just thought that was interesting. And uh, there were some pretty awful stories about um, some of the pilots and their wives, like one committed suicide with rat sack, and, you know, horrible stories. But just because of that being away in Australia, they'd be away for a week, you know. Yeah, Yeah.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, layovers and stuff like that. But I think overall you see the world that way, right? And you get a chance to go hopefully and see the world too. And it was an interesting worldview from a a kid too, right, to be able to see that.
0: I did it on my own. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Anyway, wonderful to see you. Okay, bye.